Hi there, welcome to this week's edition of the Heart of a Youth Leader podcast. Now, I've been uh, challenged this week as I've been reading through uh, my daily Bible reading. I read every day with a couple of friends. It's really helpful if you struggle to, to read the Bible regularly. Really encourage you, just find some friends to do it with. And so I've got two friends. We have a WhatsApp group. Uh, and we we read a passage uh, individually and then we just post our thoughts and what we think the Lord's saying to us on the WhatsApp chat and it's great because it keeps you accountable makes you do it and it also really it's encouraging to hear what other people's perspectives are Uh, and we're reading through in our group at the moment the book of Acts uh, which is wonderful and it's exciting but it's also really challenging me Uh, and I was challenged this week by this in Acts chapter 8 Uh, starting at verse 9. It's all about an encounter with Simon the Sorcerer. Now, Simon the Sorcerer, if you don't know this in, uh, I say, Acts chapter 8, verse 9, it starts, um, is in Samaria, and he is doing amazing tricks and using his sorcery to to wow the Samaritans. Uh, And then the disciples come. Philip comes and tells them about who God really is and about Jesus. Uh, and people get baptized, including Simon the sorcerer. He 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 sees the truth, and he wants to come uh, and follow Jesus. And he follows Philip everywhere Philip goes, watching the miracles he does and the signs and wonders. Uh, and uh, the, the the rest of the apostles hear about it, and they send in the big guns. So they send Peter and John to Samaria, and we pick up in verse fifteen. It says, "When they arrived, Peter and John, when they arrived in Samaria." Uh, they prayed for the new believers that they might receive the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given at the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability, so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, and, and Peter uh, uh, you know, tells him off and says, Actually, may your money perish with you, because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this ministry, because your heart is not right before God Uh, and and then Simon actually responds pray to the Lord for me so that nothing you have said may happen to me Uh, and they continue to preach the word Uh, and the thing that challenged me is this simple question of do I do I desire more to do the great things that I know God can do or do I desire him so, so am I? Am I more eager to do miracles and to to do great things in the name of God, or do I desire to know God better for myself? And that's a challenge for all of us, and it's a challenge I bring to you today. Is your desire in youth work greater than your desire to know God better yourself? And because it's all about him it's not about us and how easy it is if we're honest to confuse the two and think that the, the it's worth getting to know God because I will do greater things with him and the ego is such a challenge the ego is such uh, a, a, a controlling force within us that we need to always try and keep it in check uh, and and the, and the danger is the reality is far too often 
uh, I am more concerned, if I'm honest, about what I might do for God than actually my relationship with him. And this week I've just been having that, that, that nudge. No, Andy, it's not about that. It's about you and me. It's about that the king, the creator, loves me. He delights in me and he wants to, me to know him better, that I can enjoy his company regardless of anything that we might do together, regardless of whether he chooses to work through me or not. Uh, I, I need to delight in him. Uh, and it's, you know, as youth workers, we're busy people. We're activists by nature. We get out there. We do things. We want to see change. We want to make change happen, which are all great desires and attributes to our character, but not at the cost of our living relationship with our Heavenly Father. Uh, and, and so I'm relearning once again to take time to be with him, to enjoy his company. Not so that I can do more, but because he is who he is and that I need him more than ever. And and reminding myself that all my needs are, are, are found answered in him. And, and my needs are not found answered in, in my ministry or the activity that I get involved with. And it's a, it's a joy to serve him and it's a joy and an exciting privilege to see him uh, work through what I do and work through what Thrive does. Uh, but it's not about that. It's primarily about me and him. Uh, and Simon looked at these disciples and saw that, that you, could, you could see the power of the Spirit being transferred when they laid hands on people. Uh, and that's amazing in itself, isn't it? That he noticed something, um, something of reality going on in what they were doing, not just some kind of uh wishful thinking or something you know when often when we pray for people you don't actually see anything physically happen i wonder what he saw but whatever it was he got i i want some of that uh, and there's a danger isn't there i think mark sayers um the australian pastor says uh, the problem with our world is we want the kingdom without the king uh, and and i think as christians we can often want the kingdom without the king now, we wouldn't actually acknowledge we don't want the king because we, we love the king and we want to know the king. But we can get carried away with what the king can do for me and what the king can do for us rather than what he's already done for us. And that he just delights in us and wants our, our attention and our worship. And uh, as he delights in us, we need to delight in him. Not so that we can do better things, but because he has done everything. And the, and the great thing is, the more we get our attitude right, the more I just see God at work in my life. The more I see fruitfulness happening in the conversations I'm having and the work we're doing. Uh, and it's not because I'm trying to build Thrive or I'm trying to build a successful ministry or trying to build a successful youth group. It's, it's just out of a loving relationship for him. It's an overflow. Just as the disciples and the apostles went around praying for people and proclaiming the gospel, they weren't trying to build something new. They weren't trying to build a movement. They just couldn't help but talk about the God they know uh, and uh, has, has died and risen again for them. And that's what we're about, isn't it? That's what we're about. So this week, make it a priority to get your relationship with God straight 
if if they, if he was going to do nothing else with you, it's still worth spending time with him because it's not an exchange. This is not a well, God, I'll do this for you and you'll do this for me. He's done it all. Let's worship him this week. Have a great week. Go for it. Mm-hmm.